culture, society. On every street and around every bend lies a world positively overflowing with both. But sometimes we can all use a night in, removed from the endless spiral of chaos and absolute nonsense that waits outside our doors. And for those nights, there's Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can shop local stores and compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, then get your favorite drinks delivered to your door in under 60 minutes. All from the comfort of your couch. Because society is great, but it doesn't have your couch. And it's windy out. And you forgot your jacket. And oh my God, would you look at the line at that place? Are you serious? I... (sighs) So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com today. Mama and with a kid on my arm, I'm still an exception. I know you want a piece of me. You want a piece of me. You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your sassy source for lifestyle advice, wellness tips, and pop culture dish. If you're not doing so already, go and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach for really funny Instagrams, really cute selfies, and probably Instagram stories of my neighbors because I love to put them on blast, especially when they're naked and having sex in their apartments. (sighs) I'm really excited because um, (laughs) today is a great episode, and I feel like we started it off on such a great note, which is going to give you like an indication of like what's to come later in this episode um but i guess i should just welcome today's guest my the very funny and the very wild as you can tell by you know her her britney spears singing in the intro oh my god please welcome host of see you next tuesday miss katie thompson and the crowd goes wild I'm holding a microphone right now, and I feel like a pop star. It's amazing. Yeah, we're actually taping in Katie's um, kitchen, gorgeous apartment. <laughs> Stunning, uh, really clean, really cute. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, oh, I was like, wait, the song stopped playing, but duh, because it's over. <laughs> That's sometimes like things end sadly. So we just taped an episode of her podcast. See you Ugh, next Tuesday, which aired one. yesterday mm-hmm. because today's Wednesday and her podcast comes out on Tuesdays, which is why it's called see you next Tuesday. Well, it's also cause it's just supposed to be like the dirty. Am I allowed to cuss on this show? Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be cunt basically like see right. you next Tuesday. It's like, <laughs> Oh, you're funny. It's funny. Cause you talk about sex, but yeah, it's a fun little show. We talk about sex and dating and life. And I give you basically like diary updates every once in a while about what's going on with the boys in my life. You know, love it. Who's your favorite boy to talk about? New York boy, New York boy. He's, he's a popular topic. I was talking about him last time I was on the show. Oh, on this show you were talking about New York boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how I forced him to cuddle with me, even though I had just, shit and thrown up all night and then I'm a gem. He, after he peed in your corner well that was years ago that was really at the beginning but so how have you been like having these wild moments with him and then like he still is not like your husband <laughs> you know if we could just call him up he has no idea that <gasps> why can't we call him up absolutely not oh my absolutely god I would not. Love no. That. absolutely not oh no, no, no no i've no, asked no. her if i can have him on this podcast and she <laughs> says no we're not having guys that i have had sex with on the show it's just why i happening. have guys that i have sex with on this show no 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 um but what was i saying about him Oh, he doesn't know that I'm in love with him. He has no idea because I just play this very like chill, like cool girl. Like, you know, like you come in from New York and we hang out and it's like whatever. And I'm just like, (laughs) let's have sex when really I'm like (laughs) crying in the shower the next day because he but he has to know a little bit. Like, I feel like just by the way that I look at him and there's literal hearts in my eyes. Mm -hmm. He's got to like somehow see it a little I mean, I don't know how he can't see it. I just don't think that I'm the only one of me. So therefore, I don't want to put like all my eggs in his basket. Meaning there are a lot of other girls that he's screwing. Right. Well, see, I do this thing where I stalk like his social media. Well, now they've taken it away on Instagram where I can't see what other people like. Oh, and I'm a I little know. bit and you bitter see the, about it. And he likes other titties. 
Well, it was like, he doesn't like titty photos, but it's like... He likes dick photos. No. <laughs> Thank goodness. That's not the situation I'm dealing with. I have dealt with that a lot in the past. Um, but no, he just like, like, they're, we're all the same. The girls that he likes. Like, we are all like the same breed. Like, we're all cute. We all like make the funny Twitter whatevers. And it's like, la, 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 la. So I keep tabs on all of the ones that I think. And I'm just waiting to be the number one girl. But what I really need to do is say thank you next. How do you not know that you're the number one girl? I don't. But, well, because we talk every day a lot. So I, I don't know. But does he talk? Okay. Here's what I think. Because we used to be best friends on Snapchat. Like we had the yellow heart, meaning like you've been best friends with each other for mm-hmm. over three months. Then he accidentally sent me a photo of a girl that he slept with. He sent it to me instead of sending it to her, like a photo of them like doing stuff out in New York. And then it was a photo of her in a thong. And he was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. What were they doing in the photo? She was bent over packing and he was like, you know, like taking a photo of her because her thong was showing. So it was basically like a whale tail photo. Like it wasn't crazy. But then there were two photos of her just like at a museum. But he was talking to me the night before. So like he's what? Like laying in bed with this broad and like also texting me while I'm thinking, oh, it's so sweet that he's texting me at 11 p.m. When like little do I know, like whale tail girl is like literally like probably cuddling him and he's just like on his phone. Mm. So that's when my eyes opened up and I was like, oof. I'm not the only one. So then I became a detective and now basically know everything that he does on social media. Like, you know, I'm just like keeping my normal tabs like any girl would. You should get him to put his location on on Snapchat. Why would, how would I even, I can't even get him to like be my boyfriend. How am I going to get him to change a location? I don't, I know my friend Sabrina got me to do it and she's mm-hmm. like, turn on your location. And now like she knows everywhere that I'm at and like yeah, apparently so everyone, everyone else. I know. And I didn't know. I don't, I don't know how to fucking work Snapchat. Mm, we maybe need to delete that for you. It doesn't sound like it's working <laughs> sounds out Sounds like a you. predator is going to come it- and <laughs> attack me. But yeah, so that's New York boy. I'm just helplessly in love with someone that I don't, I, I think is probably a, an advanced fuck boy. He's a little better than a fuckboy, but he's still just but a But you fuck talk boy. to him, like, every day. All I get is, like, Snapchats of him, like, running and, like, making chicken or, like, his roommate or, like, you know, just, like, whatever stuff. It's not like I'm in love with you. It's just normal day stuff. And is he only sending that, it to me? But is that... I mean, but like when you are in love with somebody, do you, don't you just send them like every day? Like, this is my day and you're interested and I think you're going to be interested. Yes, but he I was... feel like when you're not interested, that's when you send them like dick pics and they're like, oh, you want to stick my dick tonight, bitch. But he was doing all of this prior to him sending me whale tail girl and here I am thinking like I'm kind of the only Special. one and I'm just not. How do you know whale tail girl wasn't just like a one night stand random type of deal? I, I, I don't know. But See, at the same you're making time, up the, like, you're making up the story in your head and you don't know the case. I think what you need to do is just make a power move and you need to be like, look, I fucking love you and I just want to know if there's like something here. See, that's what I do I and tried. then I scared them off. I tried without saying I love you. I had a few drinks and I sent a text that was like, hey, um, so I know that we've been like having Can sex I draft a text for message? a hot minute. We don't have to send it, but like, let me draft a text message. Fine, do it on your phone and send it to your phone. Me. Yes. No, not my phone. You have to send it to me in your notes. It can't be in text messages. It's not happening because you'll hit send. <laughs> you motherfucker. You will fucking hit send. Oh my God. But, but like. Wait, let me finish. Okay, fine. Finish your story. God, don't Kanye West me right now. So he. I just have to say Beyonce had the best <laughs> album. Oh, I can't stand Taylor Swift. Um, So he, I texted him and I was like, so I know that we've been doing this for like a hot minute or like actually two years. But so could you like tell me what this is like is it gonna is this the only thing that this is gonna be is it always gonna be this or and do I mean more to you than just a hookup and he responded basically by saying everything by saying nothing he said you mean way more to me than just a hookup of course you're not just sex to me this isn't meaningless but never really told me if it's gonna turn into anything else so okay see now after listening to that again I'm rephrasing the text Okay, so... What do you have so, so far? 
So I said, okay, so this is what I would say in that situation Mm -hmm. is, okay, so hi. So I know we've kind of addressed this in the past, but you haven't given me much clarity. And I Mm -hmm. just really want, I want to start to prioritize dating in my life. And I just need to know what this is. Is this just like a hookup type of situation or is there potential for more? So I know what to do with my dating life outside of this. Like, is this worth the investment? But I, I would know ask the for answer. that clarity. But you don't know the answer I because do. you haven't asked him. It's but been, you need. But it's see, been two years of the I, same thing. I get that. But you need him to actually say it. Now. But then it has to be over. Exactly. And then I don't you, want it to be over yet. But you're so caught up in it that you need it to be over uh, now. I know, but I just... Uh, and what? Like, he lives in New York. What, we're going to do, like, a fucking long-distance relationship? Like, no. Why can't you? Because he broke up with his last girlfriend because of long-distance But you're not thing. his last girlfriend. No, I was the one in between. And then he... Well, originally, we, like started having sex like right after they broke up and then like a month into that he was like oh we're actually gonna get back together he got back together with her and then broke up with her and came right back i'm not making the best choices you guys (laughs) that's why i'm trying to help you make a better choice that gives you see because here's the thing if we don't get a clear answer then we're going to keep chasing and not knowing and being okay well, not knowing because it, we can make up our own agenda. But when we get a clear, see, and I'm the complete opposite of you where I'm just like, I need you to fucking, like, if you're not interested in me, then break my heart. Tell me that I'm ugly. Call me a gargoyle so that I'll never text you again so that this is done and I stop chasing it. But he's the sweetest little babe. He'd never call me a gargoyle. He told me that I'm really cute when I wake up in the morning. I want to be like, yeah, I do. I just spent 20 minutes in the bathroom while you were sleeping putting makeup on. <laughs> Reapplying the shit so I look Natural like a goddess. <laughs> so I look amazing. Duh. I just look like a fucking like naked mole rat without makeup. It's night and day. Zach's seen it. It's night and day. Is it not wildly different from when I have makeup on? I mean, I feel like everybody just looks different when they don't have I makeup don't have, on. I like, eyebrows or eyelashes, so it's like, is she a turtle? Is she a silkworm? I don't a know. Silk. Did you know that silk literally comes from worms? Yeah. These silk worms? I mean, I didn't remember. I learned that in, like, the fourth grade, and I didn't recall until you mentioned it right now. But, I, yes, I did know that somewhere in my mind. My blown like i can't i still can't believe it like and what like these poor worms we're just forcing them to work their silk so we can make nice things and so what yeah, like My children nice... in china why else also... <laughs> but also like with the like oh these are my nice silk sheets why is silk nice a worm shit it out and it's on your bed what how is this like you know what silk we're going to make that really big. What's it made out of? Worms. Silk shit. <laughs> or like cum. It's weird. Oh my gosh. Anyway, sorry to make a rant about silk. It's just mind blowing. So my advice to you is you need to like actually get a clear answer from this boy. Well, I was going to do it in person last time, but then he avoided me. Okay, so here's what happened. So I sent this text, See, right? See, you need this Hold answer. On. Hold on. Listen, everybody listen. Everybody calm down. So I sent him that text that night, Everyone right? in the audience, please calm I down. I literally looked at my empty living room as if there's a fucking audience there. He, I texted him that. He's like, no, no, you mean more to me. Like, blah, 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 blah. 20 minutes later, he's at my front door. And I'm like, oh, my God. Okay. So then he proceeds to touch my boobs for 20 seconds. And then I think in his head, he was like, oh, no, I need to show her that I just care about her. He didn't have sex with me and then held me all night. Again, mixed signals, you need a clear answer. And the only way to get a clear answer is to ask a very direct question and not stop rephrasing the question until you get a direct answer. I get it. The way he's answering the question basically gives you an answer, but you need him to be a big boy and actually say it. But do I really want that? Yes. Do I? Underneath everything, yes. Do I need a boyfriend right now anyway? Under the weave, you have a scalp. The answer is yes. (laughs) I mean, all right, but I'll wait until he comes to town because I don't want to do it over the phone. I'd rather do it in person. No, it's better to do it over the phone because then you don't have to see him when he comes back in town when he's in town. Oh, but I can't wait to see him. No. (laughs) But you like New York boy. I love New York Boy. I don't love that New York Boy won't give you an answer, and I feel like you deserve an answer. That's because 
well, I do deserve it. I deserve somebody who's going to, like, actually like me. Like, I just need to stop begging these boys to, like, like me. Like, clearly he doesn't really like me that much or he'd be with me. It's that simple. It's also as simple as saying, I need a clear answer. I did that. No, you asked a very vague question (laughs) that gave him an opportunity to give you a very vague answer in return, which he did. (sighs) Yeah. Rough out we just there. need to be more direct. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm not saying that it's working out so hot for me because I'm a little too direct <laughs> and it's a little to the point. And then it's like, okay, great. Thanks. Next. I just wonder if like he listens to like, cause I talk about him on my show all the time. And like, I've talked about him on your show. Mm-hmm. So like, I wonder like if he really knows everything. Cause I would, I'd love it if he just really knew how I felt about him. I didn't have to tell him. And then he knows all, but then if he knows all of this and he's still leading me on, like what a dick. Exactly why you need to ask a very clear question. All right. All right. I'll ask him. But I don't know when. It's not today. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. Well, while we're being super dodgy, we can probably talk about Teresa and Joe. Oh, did you watch that fucking interview? Teresa and Joe Unlocked. Well, first of all, I have to say our drink of the week is a California rosé wine. Mm, And may Mm. I say the 11.9 alcohol, it's where it's at. Like that's a very nice (sighs) amount. To be in a can. Like, that's going to give me a little bit of a buzz. That's going to give you more than a little bit of a buzz. Um, Alix Peabody, who's the founder of Bev, was on the show a few weeks ago Mm -hmm. and told me, like, she literally cashed out her entire 401k. Oh. For a wonk. Bet it all on wine. Oh, well, and now good she's thing to bet it on. Her best life. I, we love a wine moment. We love a wine moment. Um, so that's why. That's why. That I mean, that's why this is the drink of the week, and mm-hmm. because they donated all this wine for my live podcast taping of adulting. I'm like, yeah. Um, do you always do a drink of the week? Because it's fucking adorable. Yeah. I mean, not that I don't listen to every single show that you do, but like, I just was wondering. <laughs> I always do a drink of the week. Katie it's Thompson. really cute. I love that. I had blondies was the drink of the week last time you came into the studio and did the show. Mm. And you're like, I didn't drink blondies. And I'm like. I just, I gave up hard alcohol. That right. was my thing. It's not like anything again. Because they, you love them. Like I see you drink them daily. I just don't <laughs> drink Thanks. hard alcohol. So therefore it's only wine and beer for me. So this is right up my alley. I have to play this. Play it clip. for me. I have to play this clip just for you because you're such a vibe. Oh my god. I hope it's what I think it is. I think it is. Hold on. Hey. Oh no, it's yeah. not that, but Dang that it. may be a great one for later. <laughs> this was just my favorite part of the Joe and Teresa unlock. Oh, I forgot. That's what we're talking about. We're Sorry. talking about Joe and Teresa unlock. <laughs> it's this beverage. It was probably the the best thing that ever happened to you, Andy. All right, Andy, the best thing that ever happened to you was that we, you know, started this housewife thing. I don't think anybody even know what this housewife thing was before we started it. No, there was... Joe took a DNA test and he's 100% that bitch. I mean, okay, to be fair, he did very good. He, I feel like he did good the entire interview. Like, he did. He, a little bit of the old Joe would come out sometimes, but he did very well in his really disgusting fucking suit that he was wearing. It was really, and even Teresa at the beginning was like, who dressed you? And he was like me. And she's like, ow. <laughs> we were like, ow. It's hilarious. Um, I watched that while drinking coffee. It was 10 out of 10. Everybody go watch it. It's amazing. But for him to be like, oh, we put you on the map. No, Vicky Gunvalson put the entire, no, I'm sorry. Andy put everybody on the, it was not you. It was not your wife flipping a table or you calling her a cunt in the garden at the wine place, whatever. He just needs to get his facts straight, but it was a very interesting interview. It was really uncomfortable to watch. It was because Teresa kept saying, I'll know how I feel about my husband when I see him. And that is so like, what? What do you, and she's like, I mean, I haven't seen him in three years. And when I would go to see him in prison, I would feel nothing for him. Yikes. Like, are, what, what about seeing him in Italy is going to change anything about the way that you... Like, she is going well, to resent him for the well, rest of his life the because of the mom thing. The difference now is there's now an opportunity for them to be together. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. Is that now there's, there's a, a chance that they could stay together. And mm-hmm. she knows that that ultimately is on her, whether or not they are together or not. And she, I believe she does not want to be with him. But saying that out loud 
breaks his heart, breaks her girl's heart because their parents are splitting up and like it just affects everybody in a different way. Whereas when he's in prison, it, she can't really make that decision because the odds are, you know, not in her, you know, she can't make that decision. Right. Yeah. Oh, I had something so good to say, but then I forgot what it was. It's like being on After Buzz all over again. Um, <laughs> it was always the worst. Like I'd have something so good to say, but then somebody else starts talking and then you're like, fuck, it's gone forever. Um, but, oh, no, she said, now I'm remembering, I vamped a lot and then I remembered. Um, she said, and it's gone. <laughs> what did she say? Oh, my God. You're like Oh, she said, I, boy. I have love for him. I love him as a person. Yes. And Andy was like, so. You're so talking you can, about the relationship as if it's done. Exactly. Like, you can tell that she's done with it. It's She just doesn't want to hurt everybody involved. But right. she's fallen out of love with him. It's happened. And I love how he's just like, well, you know, if she's going to be dating somebody else, she needs somebody with money. She needs somebody that can take care of her. She can't be dating these little young boys. And she's like, I have a fine paycheck. Thanks. Like, I feel like she's probably fine. And he's like, that's not enough. But she and I, it's crazy to me how she's just so calm during all of that. Like, if somebody were to be saying that about me. Whoa, sorry. I had a little bit of mic issues there. As I crossed my legs. <laughs> Because you hold your mic like 10 feet away from your mouth. I'm not used to like this situation. I just feel like I need to put my hand in my ear and just, hey, like Christina Aguilera, because I'm holding a mic. So it's just a quiet context. I've switched mics from like the tabletop mics to like the handheld mics. And I actually like the handheld mics better because it's just like holding something. Hit me, baby, one more time. Like it's just, it's such a moment with it in my hand. It's also like having like a penis in my hand. Just. Oh my god, that's a thick penis. Mm, I almost break my teeth on it. I tried to put the mic in my mouth, everybody, for those who can't see me. Probably created a lot of double chins. I was thinking about that. I know we're talking about Teresa and Joe, but just like me riding a guy and like my do- like him looking up at me and it's just like my tits Are and you chins. not super like aware of like how you look during sex? That's why I try to put my head back, like keep it back and be sexy and just be like... Ugh. Like when I'm having sex, like I just have to always be a statue. Mm. I just have to always be a statue, and then and then it's funny because then I'll be like fixing my hair in the mirror, and the guys are like, "What? Why? Why are you fixing your hair right now?" And I'm just like, "I'm." I need to look my best for you, sweetie. I'm trying to make sure paparazzi don't catch me at a bad moment. Like, what are you talking about? If I'm gonna be Hillary Duff on the balcony giving my boyfriend Felicio, I gotta make sure that I look good. <laughs> That was the best photo ever when he proposes to her and she is he proposes to her and then you see her get down on her knees and blow him. Go check it out on the internet. It's great. What? I didn't know this happened. Oh my God. I'll pull it up right now. Yeah, she's literally blowing him on the balcony. This is not the current boyfriend. This is a few boyfriends ago. It's amazing. Um, Hillary Duff. Is this baby daddy? No. This was a while ago. Oh my god, I can't believe she blew him on the balcony after he proposed to her. I just typed in Hillary Duff blowing balcony as the keywords. Oh, here it is. I didn't know this. How did I miss this? Oh, oh, and he's smiling so big. He saw the camera. He is so... Oh my... He proposed to her and then she like got down on her knees and sucked his dick. And like, girl, I get you. I would do the fucking same, but don't do it on the balcony. O-M-G. I can't believe you. This is new news to you. I love that I'm bringing this to you. It's amazing. <gasps> oh, my. She's legit blowing him on the balcony. And <laughs> he's just like. balcony blowing. Has the biggest smile on his face. I mean, face. wouldn't you, though, if you were getting blown on the balcony after a sick-ass proposal? Oh, this is the guy that I thought it was. Mike Comrie. Oh. oh what, Comrie. I don't know who that is. One of her exes. Yeah. Well, I thought that was baby daddy. Oh, well, she has a new kid with a new guy. So I thought you were talking about him. No. Oh, okay. I like him, though. Didn't she get back with him, though? No, not now. She's not with him now. Not currently, but I feel like at some point they broke up, they were apart, and then they got back together. Not sure. I don't know the full Hillary download, but I do know that one. The blowjob on the balcony. Yeah. You know, why not take a crazy (laughs) chance, you know? Why not do a crazy dance? (laughs) You live a moment. You live a lot. Why not? I don't know. So, Teresa and Joe, do you think they're done? I think think they're done. I think they're done, but I think that she 
doesn't want to be the one that's responsible for it. But when we really like find the root, she's going to have to be the one, but she isn't the one that's responsible for it. It's Joe because he fucked up with all of this shit. Right. But I feel like she's going to be the the one that's going to have to pull the trigger on it. Something I did like about the interview is that he took responsibility. He did. And you can just tell in like, like you can tell in his responses, he was just like, he accepted her leaving him. Mm -hmm. And he like understood that like, I get why you, he didn't say it, but he's like, basically, I get why you would leave me if you choose to leave me. But like, I'm open to having a relationship with you if you don't choose to leave me. But like, how's that going to work? It won't work. She's not going to move there. The only way that it will work is if it works in his favor and he doesn't have to stay there and he gets to come back, which is TBD. Which I think is it, it doesn't work in her favor because she wants nothing to do with him. Right, because like she's like, worst, I love my independence. Her worst case scenario is that he gets to come back to the States and then she really has to be the bitch that like broke up with him for that. Which I don't think any Isn't of us would blame. Yeah, I don't think any of us would blame her after everything he's put her through. He's cheated on her. He's called her a cunt on television. Like he's done so much shit to her that like. Made her lose time from seeing her mom before she died yeah. by putting her in jail. Yeah. Basically. Like that's going to be a no for me, dog. Yeah, but I mean, I think she still has guilt over having to make that decision. Because she's a good person, I feel like, deep down inside. Like, she really just, I think she cares about him and and the kids. She loved, she really did love him and didn't think, I mean, she loved him and stood by him through all of the cheating and all the bullshit before any of this happened. That, like, she feels bad leaving him because she really does care about him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I, not that I'm like compare it, but like, I've been in a situation where, I fell out of love with someone, but you still care. Like I was with that person for so long that it's hard to be like, I'm done. So what did I do? I kind of broke up with him and then like kept having sex with him because I loved him and then cheated on him. Like, great. That's so nice of you, Katie. How nice. Like, okay, no. Like we've learned our lessons from being dream girlfriend. No, but you, you learn, You, you live and learn as you get older. Like I don't, see I mean never say never but like I don't see myself ever cheating on another spouse or anything because it's just the the hurt and the heartbreak that you put the other person through is not worth it and since cheating on him I got cheated on so I now know the opposite effects of it Mm. and uh it's not it's not cool so like just don't cheat that's that's my that's my message here is this guy that I'm talking to right now and we um joke that we're already married oh i love that for y'all <laughs> but it's a total joke because like i'm not the marriage type mm-hmm. um i'm the homewrecker type <laughs> jk jk um but we talked about because i was asking him so like one thing that i'm not shy about is like when i go on dates like first dates i'm like marriage kids like i just want to know what i'm signing up like i don't want to do the bullshit i don't want to play the games i don't be like oh let me throw my hair and like pretend i'm like this great person when i'm I'm like this is who i am take it or leave it you know right out the gate and so i always ask like do you want to get married is some do you want to be married do you want to have a wedding do you want to have a ceremony do you want to have kids where do you want to live when you grow up because like all of those things are big factors like now we're at the point where we're not 19 and like falling in love and thinking love is gonna last and love is enough like We are dating for compatibility for the rest of our life, for our future. We want to be in a relationship with somebody. And if we're going to marry somebody, we need to be compatible. We can't be dating somebody that like wants to live in Alaska in five years. Because like, how the fuck is that going to work? And I feel like before now, you can have like more blurred or blinders on. Because it's like whatever. And then you figure it out together. Yeah. We're beyond the age of figuring it out together. And now we're just like. compatible. Exactly. It's all about compatibility, which Mm -hmm. kind of sucks. And it's kind of shitty but at the same time it's like just the reality of where we're at i just wish that i didn't know like what a real real love was like i wish that i was still searching for that feeling that i had never had before because having been in love with someone so much that you want to create another human with them i fear that i won't have that with somebody else which has now glorified that relationship in my head when i left it for a reason because i couldn't marry him just because of our differences and whatever but it I, 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 yeah I think what it is and it's because I was having this conversation with my friend Sabrina who was trying to convince me to date this photographer that I dated at one point but mm-hmm. like I'm just like it's not gonna it wouldn't work and she's like why don't you date him he's nice you you know he seems like a really cool guy but I was just like 
Um, there are just fuck. I forgot the point I was trying to make. What were we talking about? I'm a bad one to ask, Zach. <laughs> I was. I had a great You're point. About compatibility and how it sucks. And uh, boys, Teresa, Joe, too far back. Rose, way too far back. Opening song. We date for. Oh fuck! I completely forgot the point I was trying to make. I could sing a song. Please don't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But so. Damn it. What was the point that I was trying to make? Now I feel like. It's the uh, after buzz. It's. it's, Well, so context to Katie's comment. The after buzz is we tape it live. So Mm -hmm. you have this pressure on you Uh to like we're live and I need to like not screw it up because we can't cut things out. We can't edit things. We can cut shit out of this. We can cut shit out of this. But I normally don't cut anything out of it. Mm -hmm. But. um. So anyway, back to what we were talking about before we even got on that tangent is I like to ask all of these like really big questions up front to see if we have the compatibility. And so I was joking with this guy about so we joke about being married already. And um, and so we were saying that when it comes to cheating in you know, in this community, there are a lot of open relationships like that's a really big thing. And like I'm not somebody that wants to have an open relationship like Mm -hmm. We can have threesomes where oh. we invite somebody into our relationship, Amazing. but yes. like I don't want to have an open relationship. And he seemed to be like on the same page with that as well. Yeah, we love a threesome moment. Like in a relationship where like I've only been at the opposite end of it where like it's a couple and I'm the third coming in, but I've never done it the other way around. I've done both and I like both, but I like it better when I'm the random fun girl. That comes into the thing and then leaves. It's less complicated. It, it is less complicated. And there's like no, like you just have to respect their rules and like you're not like having to. There is a fear when you're in a relationship and you do it that like he's going to enjoy her vagina more and then like want to be with her. That that was my issue. Insecurity. Well, yeah. But I mean like that's everybody, bitch. <laughs> No, everybody's super insecure. <laughs> or maybe it's just me. <laughs> but yeah. How else is your dating? Do you have any other like real strong potentials at the moment? No, I went on a date. I went on two dates in one day. I accidentally double booked and I was like, well, guess we're doing it. And the first date was with this Jesus freak and he, you remembered it. I remembered it. Give it to us. So the point that I was trying to make earlier <laughs> and it's slipping away from me now, but it's like... Um, so you said that with your ex, you're always, you, wait, you said that you would hope to find somebody that makes you feel that way again. Mm-hmm. And so what it is and the issue that I feel like we're running into now having, so they always say you never forget your first love. And I think mm-hmm. it's really because that part, there's an innocence and mm-hmm. like a, a pure love. Like when you love somebody for the first time, you give, ev- you love like with everything well, in your like soul. You've, you've never it's done the it first, before. Exactly. It's the first time. Right. And then it breaks your fucking heart. And Ugh. then you don't want to go out there and go through that again. And I think you try and I think you put yourself out there again, but it doesn't match up to what you've done before because you mm-hmm. have all of these different walls and boundaries that have to be unlocked and have to be brought down and like and it's hard to do that again you yeah. know and the ones that I want to do it with just are toying around with me for two fucking years or like what have you but those are the ones that aren't them like the, those are just not your people the ones that you're begging to like you the ones that you're hoping are going to text you back the ones that you're applying your clown makeup and like double texting when you're on red like these are not the people like just stop and that's yeah. what, and I just stopped. And I think I'm it's, done. It's it's the chase of like mm-hmm. we want to get unlocked in that way again. But you have to realize like you're never going to be unlocked in that way again. You're never going to have that feeling replicated again because yeah. there, you didn't have any of the experience that you had before, and you loved in a way that was like so innocent that like you were okay if you had everything inside you broken because you loved this person so much. Right. Yeah. And I think the issue also now with dating is it's not the same as it was when I was 18. Like that's a long time ago now that I'm fucking 26 and it seems like it was yesterday, but it just wasn't. And now we have, we're on these dating apps and the dating that I was taught that was going to happen to me was that we don't text boys, boys text us. Um, they're going to chase after you. They're going to come to your house and they're going to pick you up and they're going to take you out 
and then they're going to like date you and you don't sleep with them for a while and you make them wait for it. And mm-hmm. then you guys fall in love and get married. That doesn't happen. I don't no, even now you guys I, don't even buy my drinks. Now we're post me too. Like girls like rule the world. And right. Like, you know, they have everyone. And this is the hard part too, which is a little frustrating for me sometimes with that whole, you know, feminist movement is it's like, we want to be independent and equal to men, but like, there are still some girls are like, but I still want you to pay for dinner and open the door for me. And I feel like those lines have been so blurred now because it's like, you have this, like, I want to be independent and I also want to be taken care of. And so now the roles are just blurry and like, nobody knows what to do anymore. And now we're trying to find out what our footing is and what we should do moving forward. I mean, I want to be independent and because you have those bitches that are like that's offensive if you open the door for me and then you have those girls that really want that but yeah i think oh i don't remember i was gonna say crap it's gone no there's a plane (laughs) hello to the plane hi plane i just want to be able to pay for my own bills but that doesn't mean that i don't want you to like date me in the ways that like I've watched in the movies for my whole life right you know what I mean like I want someone to and it's you want to be self-sufficient but you still want somebody to take care of you especially emotionally because you're buying me dinner doesn't make me any less of a woman or make me any less independent in my opinion right somebody opening my door for me is polite it's not saying like oh it makes me any less I like no I want the the chivalry and like and that's why I like New York boy he opens all my doors he gets every tab and even if I try to pay, he's like, absolutely not. Like, it's he's just nice. Like, it's yeah. that that I've been, like, looking for. Yeah, and I know? think the issue is we run into this line where I think you have approached it in a sense where you're like, I want to be self-sufficient, but I also want somebody to take care of me in all of the traditional ways, mm-hmm. especially emotionally. I, mm-hmm. I see you wanting to be taken care of emotionally. Right. That's the biggest priority for you. I don't care you. about, like, a house and a yeah, car yeah. and whatever. Just, like, love me. Thanks. But I think <laughs> there is an issue with a lot of other, you know, women at the moment where they're super, you know, intense with this feminist. Um, I'm probably going to get shit for this, but, like, and, and, like, look, I was a feminist before it was, like, woke for men to be feminist like I've been you know I've always been a you know a supporter of of women and like the women in my life are the ones that raised me and like fuck the men that raised me because they didn't really do shit for me but like I think the issue is there are some people that are super intense with it and they're like no you opening the door for me says that I'm incapable of opening my own door and so like I'm offended by that and it's like but that's not like somebody doing something nice for you doesn't necessarily mean that you're incapable of doing it for yourself and so I think that that voice that minority is now becoming really loud because now we have social media and now we have access for anybody and everybody with the wi-fi connection to be able to have such an intense opinion that like it's just the the whole climate that we're in politically and culturally is just like really different and we're in a shift right now and we have to wait until all the dust settles before we can understand where we're at again i don't feel like that is the reason that guys aren't dating us I think that they're not dating us because they can literally swipe and get no, whatever I th- they want No, no, no. I agree with you with that. Yeah. But I'm saying in terms of like the rules now, like I feel like everything, like it's just, it's blurred now. I mean, even yeah. like we've had this conversation of even like gender, like nobody even understands like what, like what is gender anymore? Right. Everybody is he and she and they and them. And like, we're just in a different, we're in a transition period where we're trying to figure out what that next stage is. But it's that confusion of like, we don't know what that's going to look like until we get there. And right now we're in the process of getting there Mm -hmm. and nobody likes being in the murky water of like getting to the other side. Yeah. I I'm terrible. I don't, I like, I don't talk about this shit because I'm not educated on it enough to where like I say anything because I usually say like the wrong fucking thing. But it's important to say the wrong fucking thing. And I, I don't want to be like no, no, the, the no, no, Stasi no. who's I, saying the wrong no, thing and then get attacked. Fuck that. No, no, no. I don't like <laughs> I don't like the cancel culture and the Twitter bullshit right. that like, you know, you're ended because you've said the wrong thing. But I think it's important to say the wrong thing. It's important to step in the dog shit so that you're like, oh, I stepped in the dog shit. Now I need to learn my lesson. You know, and I think that there's a way to approach people that do wrong or that mm-hmm. say the wrong thing or the offensive thing. And then use those as like teachable moments because I've gotten caught up in that where like they're you know I've gotten in the mix of like somebody saying the wrong thing and then you know there's like all of this like we need to burn them at the stake for it and I'm just like but no we 
you can use this as a moment to teach them that what they did was wrong or even not wrong, but like maybe that it just hurt your feelings or like made you feel really badly and explain your situation in a way that's respectful. Right. And then we can all grow and learn from this experience instead of tearing people down and burning them at the stake. Like you're not fucking Pontius Pilate burning Jesus Christ. Like, you know, we need to like take a beat and like realize that like there doesn't have to be such an extreme reaction. I understand the extreme intensity of your feelings if you're offended. Right. I get that. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to react with that same intensity because when you react with that same intensity, people aren't receptive and they don't think like, oh, let me do better. They think, oh my God, I just need to keep my mouth shut because I don't want to fuck up and get hurt again. And then they're approaching it from the wrong, with the wrong agenda. Yeah. I just don't want to sound like a dumbass. Like same with, with politics. Like I used to not like say, that I hate Trump with a burning fucking passion but like now I don't really (laughs) care about it because I know Uh, enough about it I think I just need to do my research on like the you know the gender stuff and all of that because I don't I don't know the rules I don't know the he she they them situation because to me everybody has a gender so I'm like you're either yeah I think the hard part is you were in a place of like you or you go based off of gender based off of you know the gender you're born the sex you're born with based off of your genitalia right and so like to us that's what gender means but I think to other people gender means something different and that's why there's this whole um you know they them and thing. that's what I don't understand right, like right, right. I just need somebody to tell me to explain it I agree right yeah. I agree. It, there needs to be a conversation instead of a cancellation. But then you have the people like this fucking mukbang YouTuber that's coming out saying that like she oh, likes Trisha, yeah Trisha that Paytas. she likes gay boys. So inside she's a man, but she doesn't have any like want to change like I, that. To me, that's I'm confused. Yeah, and this again, is, and this is where I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna put this in a corner. But again, it's I'm gonna because, throw on Mad Men again. It's because we're in the transition period of right. like we're still redefining what all of this stuff means. Yeah, and I think people need to be okay with there being a learning curve Mm -hmm. and getting people to make mistakes before they learn what it means you know like at some point you know gay people were fairies and they were this and they were that and like there were all these offensive terms that were used and then eventually we learned and we adapted and we grew from that we're in that mucky water period where we're going to need to learn and grow from that. But I think there are a lot of activists that are really intense with their approach and they need to realize that like people are people and they make mistakes and they're human. And if they make a mistake, it doesn't mean that they're not willing to learn or grow or change, but like it's just going to take a minute. I feel like if I got called a fairy, I would almost enjoy it because you're calling me magical is what you're doing you're telling me that i have powers like let's really break that down though no yeah i'm like okay and scene <laughs> i'm like sweating <laughs> like afraid i'm gonna well, say sweating. that i've said the we, wrong thing no, a lot you we, know so i just avoid we went it now from taping your podcast where we played cody christian's dirty snapchat videos and like talking about sex and, and like you're like and how do you and feel talking, about this and talking about like all of my bad sexual dating experiences recently to <laughs> now going into this where we're talking about like gender and norms and all of that like Who's Norm? Just kidding. <laughs> he owns some some brunch places, some twenty four hour. Uh, he's oh, like, Norm is like a Denny. Let me tell you. Let me tell you a story about Norms. I used to be tell me Norm on a. You fucked Norm. No, I did not fuck Norm, but I used to be on a radio station uh, called Hundred Point Three The Sound. It was a classic rock station, and my first um, field reporter gig. I was given a piece of paper, which was a script, and I was told to go into Norm's and scream it at the top of my lungs. And I did it, and it was live on air, and literally the entire restaurant just, like, stopped and was just staring at me. And then I went and sat down next to somebody and asked them if I could have a bite of their pancakes, and they told me no. And then I got kicked out. And that's a little field reporting story. Why did you have to do that? I was the, like the shocking, like they send me out, they try, like the, it was always like, try to get her to puke, like see how many donut holes she can fit in her mouth. Like that, I was like the go out, do stuff, be funny. And it was so much fun. But yeah, that's, that's all I know about norms. I've been in one once. Sounds like a blast. It I really think is. I've only been in one once too. Did it you was eat like a meal? A, 
Yeah. How was, was your like, experience? It was like at four in the morning and I was shit face drunk and I was with my cousins and I don't go out ever, but like I went out with them. It was like on Halloween. So it was probably mm. like three years ago, like this week. Yeah. Love it. Um, yeah. And I mean, there was nothing exciting other than we went out to Norm's. Oh no, we went to Denny's. How did I end up at Norm's? I don't fucking know. I, I was at Norm's once. I can't eat Denny's hash browns anymore because I ate them one night and then I threw up like an hour after eating Denny's and they came up and they looked just like they did when they went down. Gross. Cute. Do you like Halloween? Are you a Halloween person now I, that this week is Halloween? I like, okay, here's what I like and here's what I don't like. I like Halloween when I was 10. I like getting off the bus and running to the the front door and my dad's carving a pumpkin and we're going to order a Michi's pizza and then all my friends are going to come over. We're going to go trick-or-treating and then we're going to come back. We're going to watch Nightmare Before Christmas and we're going to trade candy. Now, I'm 30 pounds overweight, expected to be in some slutty-ass fucking number, go out, spend a bunch of money that I don't want to spend on a fucking Uber, get hit on by everybody around, worry that I'm going to get roofied, worried that I'm going to, like, end up in the hospital like our friend when we went out to WeHo. Like, no. I just, like, I, it's all too much. It's very stressful to me now. Like, there's too much pressure on it. I just want to, like sit and watch Ichabod Crane Sleepy Hollow Disney version and not have all of this pressure to go out and have the best time and last year I had a party and it was bitching but the cleaning I had to do the next day and like somebody brought Thai food and then threw it away in my trash can like the next morning I woke up my whole house smelled like Thai food there were pretzels behind the couch I had ants coming in from the door somebody smoked a cigarette in my apartment like what are you doing like no so I love Halloween I love Halloween at Disneyland like, that's where Halloween lives for me. Yeah, it doesn't feel like Halloween to me, like, at all Mm-mm. right now. Yeah, no. Other than, like, I see, like, these random decorations. Like, so my building just decorated the lobby with Halloween, all these Halloween decorations. Um, you guys, but, you like, have a few days. Like, what's the point in doing it they now? They did it, like, two days ago, and I was like, oh, this is interesting. Like, Shouldn't they have done that on the first? You would have thought, yes. Well, they better decorate for Christmas They're too busy watching 1st. me on phones while... <laughs> Oh my god, ever since we ran into the guy in the elevator that's like, I saw you on both up. He told everybody that like he works with, so now they're all they all think that I'm like a famous movie star. I've had because I don't think I, they all watch Snapchat, but like listening to his story about watching me on the Snapchat show that like they all think I'm like so famous. And it's, I'm like, you have n- stop. My friend told me the other she's like, I feel like you're famous because I listen to your podcast. And I'm like, well, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that funny? Oh my god. So that's that goals. No. Whereas like me who like gets recognized at Whole Foods and I'm like, no, I don't work here. Get away from me. And they're like, what? I saw you on that show. And I'm like, what? Well, it's a, thank you. I used Do you to want a photo? Recognized. And they're like, no more. And I'm like, what? Are you sure? No. I'm oh, want to hear an embarrassing one? <laughs> Tell me. Oh, man, this was terrible. So <laughs> I go to this event. Oh, I and love the hocus pocus laugh. <laughs> this guy was like oh my god you were on the sound I loved it blah 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 and we literally talked for so long and like you didn't shut up and I was like great 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 and usually people are afraid to ask for a photo like when they're like that was what I experienced when I was on the radio like people always wanted to ask for a photo but they don't Mm -hmm. want to bother you right I don't fucking care if you want a fucking selfie like let's get it please so out of like autumn like Matic I was like do you want to like take a photo and he was like sure and then he waited for me to take my phone out. Like, he did not want a photo. So then I had to take, Zach, I had to take my phone out and take a photo with this with this man because I said it. It was really embarrassing. I don't think I've ever admitted this before. This is, this is a hot new story that everybody is getting. I don't think I've ever told anybody this. Oh, my God. It was, it was embarrassing. Like, that's fucking embarrassing. That's intense. <laughs> it's intense. It's me in a nutshell. There I am. Just really embarrassing. Uh, you want to take a picture? Uh, no, but sure. back to back to your like pressure of Halloween. I think in LA mm-hmm. there is such an intense pressure yeah. to do Halloween. I that's why and, I like reject it completely. Yeah. Um and my friends want to go to WeHo. No. I mean, I have my grandma who like l- has her birthday around Halloween, so every year she wants a Halloween party for her birthday. And I think Cute. this is the first year we've not done that. Yeah. Um, just because like, it's always really hit or miss either the party like has a million people who all dress up or like nobody shows up. Mm -hmm. Um, and this was the first year that she actually didn't ask for it. She just wanted to do like two dinner celebrations. That was hilarious. (laughs) We were taking her to brunch on Saturday and, um, 
She's like, well, I wasn't born on Saturday. I was born on Friday. So you, I get you planned a big brunch for me on Saturday, but like I was born on f- this Friday. So you're taking me to dinner on Friday ahead of the, the brunch. I fucking respect it. I truly do. What were you saying right before your grandma, though, about Halloween? You said something and I wanted to piggyback on the it. The pressure of doing Halloween in Los Angeles and outside of LA. There isn't as intense of a pressure to like get dressed and go to a party and have a whole thing. Oh, I got it. Let me say it before I forget it. When I had my party they it was like a seventh grade dance i every collection group like no they didn't mix my friends didn't try to get to know each other it was like one group of friends one group of friends and so i spent the entire party like moving i know we needed to play mafia or something yeah you needed an icebreaker yeah but also having a party on halloween is terrible because everybody has a million halloween parties to go to so i was just like a fly-by fruiting it was like oh i'm stopping by and then i'm going to another party and that's kind of what it was all night and then two of my friends brought in their uber driver what so okay here's let me okay quick story they come in and they were like oh this is our uber driver and i was like hi okay and then i pulled nicole aside and i was like is it actually your uber driver because no like this is my house like what no like he's gotta go (laughs) and she's like no we were kidding oh my god this is like shannon's friend from blah 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 and i was like oh okay whatever so then like la 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 and then they leave and blah 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 and then i'm talking to her the other day and she's like remember when we brought that uber driver into your house and i was like Wait, that was actually an Uber driver? And she's like, yeah, so we were in the Uber. And Shannon was talking about the party. And then, like, he, we said as a joke, do you want to come in? And he parked the car and came in with us. Like, you son of a bitch. Oh, so he wasn't even really invited. He just, like, invited himself. He was not invited to this party. He, he Ubered them here, parked his car, and got out and came into my home. Oh, my God. I love that. I don't remember the last time I've been to, like, a real Halloween party. But, like, I just, I don't really do Halloween. Like, if anything, I lived with my grandparents for a really long time. So, like, and my grandpa was, like, the head usher at his church. Mm-hmm. So, like, on Halloween, like, I would, like, go with them to, like, their little church carnival. Yeah. That's so cute. Oh my God. But, like, I don't do the whole Halloween thing. But, like, I've always wanted to, like, really get, like, a hot spray tan and, like, do, like, a sexy outfit. Sorry, my mom texted me and she texted me. not like a cute. Cute things. Just, okay, I, just to go completely. Do you ever like get a text from someone and it's just like, like the, pre- like when my mom texts me or calls me, I feel like I have to literally stop, drop and roll and like open it and read it. Do you have anybody like that in your life where you're like, I, ha- if I don't look at this, I'm going to get in trouble. No. Oh, that's why I, I, I had to look at it. But it was just her sending me heart emojis, so no, it wasn't I really just, worth it. No, I, like, ignore text messages. But I think, like, especially when it comes to my mother. Like, my mother's, like, the worst at texting back. Like, she mm. will, like, not answer my phone calls and, like, not text back for, like, weeks that, like, I think I learned from her and that, like, it's just... It's whatever. See, with us, it's, like, if your mom calls you, you fucking answer the phone. Because the whole thing when we were 13, it was the only reason you have a cell phone in, is to yeah. talk to us. And that is still instilled in me. Like, when she calls, I'm like, <gasps> well, she, I mean, she does pay for the phone bill. So I should really answer the calls, you know? Like, And I'm like, hey, pay that bill forever. Thank you. Moochie's grass, y'all. All right, Katie Thompson, where can people listen to your podcast and, and keep up with you on the social meds and text your mom? I could cry. Because it sounds like when we used to do After Buzz together. Stop. And you're not coming back. No, you guys, I'm I've not. been trying to get him just to come back for Vanderpump. Just She's so we can hang out. Begging me to come back on After Buzz. I really want to hang I just I want you to come and hang out. It's and I know like okay. oh. Well, I've never actually addressed why I left After Buzz. Okay, address it, but then also come back. I'm not coming back. <laughs> She's tried she's tried to put all of us on a group text and together. No one responded. Because I saw both Rivette and Sarah at my event the other and night. And y'all all talked about it. And, and you're we like, talked that about it. Katie, she's such a crazy cat. Yeah. I'm just trying to get literally. the old gang back together so we can have a whoop de doo time. And I appreciate I think if I were in your situation, I would be trying to get the old think crew back it. together. Think about and it. like I'm so comfortable with you guys now. Think about how great it would be. Like, I'm yeah. great friends with Rivette. That's, I'm great friends with you. That's great, but none of us have had the privilege of having the same panel every season on a show. <laughs> so I'm trying so to get you all you back. So now you get to no. go through that uncomfortable no. phase of meeting new people. Come back. Come back. Come back. Come back. Come back. I'm not coming back. It would and be like, so fun. I'll bring wine. Organic wine. Here's the thing. Look, I no. 
Katie's tried to tempt me with no everything. Sugar. I'll bring Look, these smart sweets. I think I think what AfterBuzz is really good at, and I'll preface what I'm about to say with this. What I think they're really good at is building a community, and you can see that because you can see like everybody that's at AfterBuzz. They all do like Halloween parties together, and right. like there is a really good camaraderie. I've met and community. great people and like you. Yeah, like us. We yeah. met through AfterBuzz. Exactly. It's a really great community for people to connect. However, they don't pitch it to you as a community builder. They pitch it to you as a career builder, and it's not that. Yeah. You know, I don't think they really are helping anybody build their careers. You have to be a really driven, determined person in order to go beyond that. And I think my issue, my biggest issue with AfterBuzz is they don't pay anybody. And that's the, like, everybody, so the when secret. they find out, they're like, wait. Yeah, this is the secret that nobody knows. Any host at AfterBuzz, whether they're doing a recap show, an after show, or their own show, none of them are making a penny off of that. Mm-hmm. AfterBuzz doesn't help you monetize your show. It doesn't help you sell advertisements for your show. And they don't pay anybody there. Mm-hmm. And so that's my biggest biggest issue is they really try, they want you, they want to bank, like I understand an internship yeah. that's unpaid and you're gaining experience. And that's how they pitch it to you is you're gaining all of this free experience and you're getting all this free studio time but like after a while of doing that which I did it for a while it's like I there's nowhere else for me to grow from here I've done everything I can do here and like now it's time for me to move to a graduated state that's beyond this opportunity you know you're either going to build an opportunity for me that's beyond where I'm at or you're going to pay me for the value that I bring to your company or something and look I'm not some little bitch that's coming out as a 19 year old saying pay me a hundred million dollars because I deserve that because I have value and I you know whatever it's like no I'm saying I've been a host for 10 plus years I come and do your shows I being I bring a million new reviews right. and and people that were sad when I said that I was going to leave that like I bring genuine talent and value to your network and if you're not going to value that in return then like I'm sorry I'm out it gets old after a while it and gets when, old after a while when my friends like they were like oh but you know at least you have after buzz and I'm like you guys they don't pay me they're like wait you've been doing all of that they, for free but they not only don't pay you they don't reimburse you for shit so right. you come and you're paying your own gas you're giving up your own time and the expectation that they have on you when you do a show for them is very high it is they expect you to deliver a lot and to produce a lot while you're there and they don't even give you so much as a gas reimbursement mm-hmm. so again it's a great community if you want to meet people network that's how i treated it yeah once i figured out kind of what it was i was like i'm gonna go watch a show yeah. talk a little fun Look, i've met so many time. i've met so many great people yeah. many of which showed up to my event last week mm-hmm. like that i'm so well, grateful that's over for. now that you're not coming back and i'm bitter And I remember saying that, like, maybe I might come back and pop in every once in a while. I don't know. Like, look, as of right now, it's still too soon. I don't think I'll be going back anytime soon. So you're saying there's a chance. I'm saying I'm 99.98% sure I'm not coming back. Do you know how many of my friends have gotten pregnant on birth control with those (laughs) results? I'm good. I'm fucking good, you guys. See, but if I were to come back, it would not be for a full season. It would be for, like, a one night. You're coming back. It would be for like a one night deal. I'm not not a one night stand, sweetie. You have to. We're dating. You have to do the whole show. That's not dating. That's marriage. Well, anyway, back to your original question. You can find me at Katie Thompson down L.A. You can, you know, click on all my little cute Polaroids there. You can listen to my podcast from there. You can listen to my podcast on all the platforms that podcast iTunes, Stitcher, you know, all the stuff. Are you a luminary? I mean, I'm luminous, but I don't know about luminary. Uh, I don't know what luminary is either, but <laughs> I just you, know then. it. I just know it. it because I always say like we're on we're on iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, and Luminary, but I don't know what the fuck Luminary is. I don't know. I pay some hosting luminary, site and they put me out there. <laughs> luminary is like a new podcast network that they're trying to build to be like another iTunes or Spotify. Got it. But like they don't really they're not doing so hot, but like oh. they're there. I thought this was hashtag ad until that. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I was like, oh, 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 nope, it's not. Nope, no, no, no. No. Uh, but yeah, I uh, have You're a, probably on Luminary. <laughs> I probably am, fuck. But yeah, I have a, a podcast called See You Next Tuesday, and uh, you should check her out. And on the IG? Oh, Little Baby Kate's. Little not baby. like a rapper. It's little, not like lul. Because she's white. Little. Well, no, because I'm small. Not because I'm white. 
white girls can be rappers. I just am not very good at it. Okay, Iggy Azalea. I, I'm not, I'm just saying, you, let's let everybody do what they want. <laughs> that is like the most PC white thing. Don't crucify me for being white thing you've ever said. It's not my fault I was born a white redhead. Oh my God, I love it. Thank you guys for listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. You can follow me at Just Plain Zach. Follow Katie at Little Baby Kate's, not yeah. Little Baby yeah. Kate's, yeah. Little Baby yeah. Kate's yeah. all yeah. over the social medias. I just did her podcast, See You Next Tuesday, so you can go to check out See You Next Tuesday on iTunes and all the platforms to listen to that show. It was great. We talked a lot, mm-hmm. almost as long as this episode. This is one of our longest episodes, Kate whoop Thompson. Whoop. Um, thank you guys for listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. Listen to us every Monday for Pop Culture Breakdowns and Wednesdays for Unfiltered Interviews. Mondays and Wednesdays were all over the place. Leave me a good review because I love good reviews and I love that validation. And again, don't forget to follow me at Just Plain Zach. And you can definitely not check me out on the Vanderpump Rules After Show and After Buzz <laughs> TV. You. Yes, you can't. Yes, you can't. <laughs> but you can catch Katie and whoever else decides <laughs> to come back next season. It was me, Katie, Revet, and Sarah. And I think Sarah and I are definitely donezos. But you can catch Katie. Katie will still be there. Oh, yes, you can. Oh, all right, guys. Thank you for listening. Um, and until next week, I'm going to kill the rest of this Bev Rosé. Yeah. And eat some more Smart Sweets gummies. Yeah. And, and go pee because my bladder is burning. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>